What's up, students? Welcome to With You, where we seek to grow deeper in our relationship together with God. Because even when we're not with you, we're with you. We're your hosts, Tony and Phoebe. Yesterday, Tony identified the main point of the Beatitudes, which is that kingdom work is already both complete and just getting started. Today, we consider how to practically apply this to our lives. Yeah, these Beatitudes really expose the tension that we're experiencing, that God has already conquered sin and death, but that his kingdom has not yet been fully restored to this world. We see in this world around us that sin, you can, sin continues to pervert justice, even though we've been extended the freedom from sin by Jesus. That's right. And the Beatitudes actually guide us in how we are to face this completed yet continuing kingdom work. There are three practical steps I want to give you to live into this already but not yet reality that we're in. First, name it. Second, confess it. And third, rejoice over it. I'm going to unpack those for us here. First, name it. The first step towards identifying with the brokenness and sin of this world is to name it in yourself. How do you embody the imperfect, broken, hurting, lonely world? What sin has taken hold of your life? Do you easily lie to make yourself look better? Do you hang on the approval and praise of your friends, your parents, your teachers, finding your identity and what they say about you? Do you find ways to make others hurt in the same ways you're hurting, in loneliness, despair, anxiety, depression, anger? How do you express your anger? Do you overshare other people's stories that were entrusted to you? Does addiction find its home in you? Addiction to porn, to consumption of social media, to video games, drugs, to alcohol, to the consumption of food. What has replaced God in your life? Name it and name at least one thing that has been furthering the kingdom of brokenness in your life and the lives around you. Second, confess it. That sin that is festering in you that you've named, sin loves the darkness. The devil loves nothing more than for you to wrestle with sin alone. The confession of sin to God and to others is the acknowledgement of our brokenness and throwing it into the light. Are you saddened by your sin? Matthew 5, 4, in our passage we've been reading this week, it says, blessed are those who mourn. We have the opportunity con to confess this sin to God and to each other. And we get to say, if this is true for you, I actually don't want this anymore. I am a slave to this sin. And God, you have something better for me. Heal me of this brokenness. Confess it. Name it. Confess it. And the third thing is rejoice over it. Did you know that God has already forgiven you of that sin that's in your mind? It has been conquered already on the cross. We get to rejoice in this gift that Jesus has extended to us on the cross and through his death of forgiveness. It is a free gift of forgiveness of the sin in your life. Matthew 5, 4 says, as we just read, blessed are those who mourn, but it doesn't end there. It says, for those, for, for they will be comforted. Do you know this joy? of the victory Jesus has over sin. Tony's going to read a quote by uh, a Christian man named Dietrich Bonhoeffer, and he has some great things to say about the brokenness of sin and the joy of Jesus's victory over it. 
Yeah, so this is what Bonhoeffer has to say. You are a sinner, a great, desperate sinner. Now come as the sinner that you are to God who loves you. He wants you as you are. He does not want anything from you, a sacrifice, a work. He wants you alone. God has come to you to save the sinner. Be glad. The message is liberation through truth. You can hide nothing from God. The mask you wear before men will do you no good before him. He wants to see you as you are. He wants to be gracious to you. You do not have to go on lying to yourself and your brothers as if you were without sin. You can dare to be a sinner. Thank God for that. He loves the sinner, but hates sin. You see how if you didn't acknowledge sin in your own life, that you wouldn't find any need for God. That as we grow in our awareness of our own sin, as we name it and we confess it, we see how far from the kingdom we are. And we see our great need for Jesus's death and resurrection. Are you mad about your own sin? Are you sad about it? Are you broken over the ways that you miss God every single day? Confess that to him. Bring it into the light. He is eager for you to receive forgiveness. He did not die in vain. He died so that you would be freed from the punishment of sin, so that you could rejoice over it, because Jesus conquered death once and for all. The kingdom work in your heart is both complete and just getting started. Name it confess it, and then rejoice over it. I'm reminded that God speaks not just so that we can hear it, but so that we can respond. And so as we look to his word each week, we want to make that a priority, that God is working in your life right now. And so we be people who do that, that respond. We're going to wrap up the Beatitudes tomorrow as we're joined by a special guest, Daniel Pino, and he's going to share how the Beatitudes have had an impact on his life. Remember, let's be real with one another and before God as long as it's called today. It's been great to be with you. Take care.